the following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. How's it going? This is WWE's Lita, and you're listening to Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome, everyone, to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former dirt sheet writer from Ringside News, Sports Kita, the richest, and the sportster. I am Lee Walker, and I am joined by the Perched correspondent. I've lost track of how many shows he's been to. It's well over 111. Justin Largertoe. Justin, what's up, man? I'm good, man. Uh, yeah, j- just because you brought that up, uh, you know, I haven't been to a show in like three weeks, and it kind of feels weird after going to a week straight of them. The depression setting in. Like I feel naked, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah, I I, I understand. I haven't been to a show since Mania, so like I'm I'm a little lost myself. Like now I'm I'm itching to go to another one. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be at a few, I'll be at my loop in a few weeks. So, <laughs> all right, we'll hear all about that in a little bit, Justin. Let's break down the WWE draft. It started on Friday night SmackDown, and I'm just gonna run down who got drafted on SmackDown, and then the Saturday morning drafts. So let's do this do it the number one draft pick which was no surprise but i was kind of shocked by this it wasn't just one person it wasn't two it was three the first to be drafted was roman reigns sola sokoa sola sokoa and paul Heyman to smackdown that's really no shocker there and then we saw cody rhodes go to raw the second pick which As we know, wherever Roman Reigns went, that is where he stays. That is where the WWE Undisputed Heavyweight Championship will remain. With a new title going to wherever he's not drafted. So we know that the new World Heavyweight Championship is going to be on Raw on the USA Network. Until Roman Reigns wins it. It's just funny that they announced it, and the first two are the guy who's supposed to finish the story, but now he can't finish the story. Book slam shut, motherfuckers. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Now we get to our next favorite. Well, my next favorite for you. The Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, is drafted to SmackDown. I'll wait till the uh, the first pick on Monday to say anything about this, because uh, you know how I already feel. Yeah, so Becky Lynch goes to Raw. The Street Profits make the move to SmackDown. And Justin, this was kind of a sleeper because we honestly expected this tag team to get broken up. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw both their names announced, but I have a theory to this. I'll I'll get into it later, but you'll kind of see the pattern as the draft goes on. Yeah, um, Imperium is next, drafted to Raw. And Edge is drafted to SmackDown which kind of shocked me. I was kind of hoping to keep him on Raw, but it is what it is. 
Uh, Matt Riddle will stay on Raw while Bobby Lashley is drafted to SmackDown. SmackDown loses Drew McIntyre as he's been drafted to Raw, but they gain the OC going to SmackDown. The Miz will remain on Raw. Damage Control, EO Sky, Bailey, and Dakota Kai are headed to SmackDown. Now, this was a shocker because we've been getting the teases, Justin, of a breakup, but it doesn't look like it's happening yet as they've all been drafted together to head to SmackDown. Well, you know what's also great? Uh, Bailey, or I should say Damage Control as a whole, has been feuding with Bianca Belair for like the last eight months or so. So let's just move them all to the same fucking show to keep it going. Yeah, right. Uh, another another shocker here is we see Shinsuke Nakamura being drafted to Raw. I was all for this. I was all for this one. I, I, I enjoyed it. Now, the next three... We have the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions being drafted to SmackDown. While the NXT Women's Champion, Indy Hartwell, has been drafted to Raw. Now, Justin, you have a little something you want to say about this. And I would like to know what happened on NXT, especially with these champions. Okay, yeah. So the last actually two segments of the show on NXT this past Tuesday night were dedicated to both the women's tag titles and the women's title. Uh, you know, immediately after Alba Fire and Island Dawn were drafted, uh, they set up a match with Katana Chance and Caden Carter for the tag titles on NXT. Now, me and me and you, Lee, we had the same thought. Okay, that means you're dropping the titles on Tuesday. That changed, and we'll get to it later, but I may as well fucking say it now. Caden Carter and Katana Chance were drafted to Raw. So on NXT, you had a Raw team and a SmackDown team competing for the women's tag titles in NXT. So either way, they weren't going to fucking stay. And it was funny to me because Vic Joseph, after Alba Fire, uh, Elbow Fire, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn retained the fucking titles. He sits there surprised like, the, the tag titles are going to SmackDown? What? Like, motherfucker, you knew they weren't staying either way. Don't sit here and give me that bullshit. <laughs> like... Uh, anyway, yeah. So Alba and Isla, they're still the tag champs. Now, here's my theory on this because I've sat down and I thought about it a little bit more. NXT drafted all their fucking women's tag teams. And then every team that they already had broke up. So there's no NXT women's tag team division. So why have the fucking titles? You know why? So we can send them to SmackDown. And they can have their set of women's tag titles since Raw, and again, we'll get to it later, drafted the women's tag team champions that they already had with Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. So what I think this is leading to is we have two sets of women's tag titles now on the fucking main roster. Two more titles we don't know how to fucking book. And I don't know if they're going to change the name of the NXT women's tag titles to the SmackDown women's tag titles. I don't know. But... That's what I think all this is based off of. That they have no fucking women's teams in NXT, so let's just send them to fucking SmackDown. And see, that confuses me because, Justin, I always thought that when it came to the titles and everything, that, you know, it was a custom that we would see them drop it on the next show type deal. Here we're not getting that. And... 
do you scrap the NXT women's tag team division at that point? But if you do that, you know you need women's tag teams to build up for the future to come up to the main roster. So, like, what do you do there? Like, what the fuck? And I get that point of view, but I, I literally looked through the whole roster when I was watching this match last night. I'm like, uh, NXT has no women's tag teams now. That That's probably going to be a problem when you have women's tag team titles. Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. Now, how about for Indy Hartwell as the NXT Women's Champion? What happened with her? Okay, so as we all know, Indy Hartwell won the women's title uh, actually exactly one month ago at Stand and Deliver, the night of WrestleMania Night 1, or morning of WrestleMania Night 1, I should say, because it was fucking 10 a.m. when we were there. Um, So Indy Hartwell actually had a title defense last week. It was against Tiffany Stratton, Roxanne Perez, triple threat match on their spring break-in show. Now, Indy actually injured her ankle mid-match, and they almost did a title change last week, where Tiffany Stratton was going to defeat Roxanne Perez for the women's title. And then, I guess, mid-match, because they had already brought Indy backstage because she was fucking hurt, they cleared her and told her, run out there and fucking win. When they knew she was getting drafted two days later, mind you, or three days later, or whatever it was. So, why they didn't just go through with the fucking title change, I don't know. Whatever, I guess. Yeah, but and... Hartwell was drafted... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, Indy Hartwell was drafted to Raw, as we said. Uh, she did the smart thing and vacated the title. And starting this upcoming Tuesday on NXT, there will be a tournament to crown a new women's champion culminating at NXT Battleground, the next premium live event, which your boy will be there. So uh, see y'all in Lowell, Massachusetts on May 28th. I won't be home watching Double or Nothing. I'll be at the Battleground for NXT. So we're guaranteed a new uh, NXT Women's Champion. (laughs) So if you think about it, your theory makes sense because they didn't do that with the Women's Tag Team Championships. Especially when Vic Jofasis was like, they're going to go to SmackDown? Why would you do it for one and not the other? Like, And then my other thing is, Justin, I thought that the women's tag team championships on the main roster were to be defended on both shows. What happened to that? They are. But you know what? I guess they want to fucking have their own women's tag titles on both shows. I I have no idea what (sighs) they're doing. So, uh, we have the WWE draft picks announced for Saturday morning, which is, in my opinion, the we really don't care about you guys. You're your mid card type, and we have for Raw. I don't know where everybody is going, but I have for Raw. The Viking Raiders, Candice LeRae, Dexter Loomis, Maximum Male Models, Apollo Crews coming back from NXT, Natalia, Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville, Zoe Stark. This is definitely a guy from uh, NXT, Jordan Denville, now going by his new name, uh, JD. What is it? Do you know his his new name? Uh, It's JD McDonough. Thank you. I was I was wondering how you were going to pronounce that, by the way. 
Uh, yeah, I, I forgot to put his name down. I, I had him as Jordan Devlin. That's just how I remembered him. Uh, and then going to SmackDown, Hit Row. It's what he should be. Evans. Huh? I just want to point out. I want to point out quick. Raw got 14 picks and SmackDown got four in this. Yeah, literally. Like, how does that how does that make sense? I get Raw's the longer show, but like, come on, this. Yeah, for this real. <laughs> like honestly, like I looked at I looked at the list at first, and I was like, wait, is that real? Like they got that many compared to SmackDown? Holy crap! <laughs> now we we do have some free agents, which uh, Omos with MVP, Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, and Von Wagner. Uh, those are the we really don't care what you're doing right now. Well, you know what? So Omas, in his case, they clarified MVP worked out a deal, so Omas can be a free agent and freelance between shows. So if you didn't have enough Omas on one show, there's a possibility you could have double the Omas every week now. And see, this is that's where this gets interesting because there's another stipulation for another free agent later on that we're going to talk about but let's move over to uh wwe raw which happened this week justin and we'll talk about their draft picks now their first draft pick is something that is near and dear to your heart that you absolutely love and it's not who was drafted but it's the championship that was drafted the raw women's champion rhea ripley is going to raw and she is the smackdown women's champion while Bianca Belair is currently the raw women's champion and was drafted to SmackDown. So Justin, I know this is your favorite thing. What's going to happen here? Are we going to see better have a better fucking idea? Oh no, 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 no. See, they're going to do exactly what they did last time. Here's your belt. Here's my belt trade. No, fuck off. Why why are we trading belts like they're fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards on the playground? Like it's so fucking dumb. You know, you want to avoid something like this? Change the fucking name of the title. Change the fucking color that it is. We sit here and we fucking oh look here, here, I'll give you my title for your title. No, it's fucking stupid, okay? It's so fucking dumb. And I over the weekend I was trying to make sense of Bianca Belair going to SmackDown, and I'm like, oh, you know what? On the Raw After Mania this year, they did a promo with Bianca and Rhea. And they kind of built to a match. So maybe, maybe they'll send Rhea and the Judgment Day over to SmackDown with Bianca. And they'll do a little thing with the Street Profits and the Judgment Day. And Bianca and Rhea can have their unification match. And then we'll just make another title for Raw. I know we don't need any more fucking titles. But, you know, I'm trying to make a fucking sense of this shit. You know? But, no. Nope. Guess that promo the Raw after Mania was for nothing. No match. You get no match. We're going to put them on separate shows, too. But it's so fucking dumb. Remember the last time they did a fucking title swap with the fucking women's titles? How that worked out? It caused fucking controversy for about two, three weeks. So why the fuck we're doing this again makes no goddamn sense. I think it's fucking stupid. Take the fucking Raw and SmackDown names off the fucking titles. Change the fucking color of them. And let's fucking move on with our lives. Because the fact that Bianca Belair has had that Raw Women's title over a year now, and it can just be traded, and that's how the fucking reign ends? That's fucking stupid. Okay? 
Rhea just won the fucking SmackDown Women's title at WrestleMania in one of the better matches on the show between both nights. But, no, her title ain't just going to end because I want to swap titles. You get the red one, I get the blue one. It's fucking stupid. I didn't even think about that, about her reign, until you just said that. So, yeah. That changes things up quite a bit. Oh, and another point, another point, and we'll get to this in a bit. So they also have matches at the at the pay-per-view, at Backlash. Rhea's facing Zelina, and Bianca is facing EO Sky. So you figure, oh, you know what? They'll just have fucking Zelina win the SmackDown Titan. Or, well, I'm, I can't even say that with a straight fucking face. Maybe they'll have EO Sky win the Raw Women's title, and she'll take that over to Raw. Nope, Damage Control's going to SmackDown too. That makes a whole lot of fucking sense. Boiler Freeze! The way to be. We're fucked. <laughs> so Yo. fucking dumb. I, I, I've literally, it's been in my head like for the past week or so. Can't wait to talk about WrestleMania Backlash predictions here in a few minutes because damn. Oh God. So our second pick is the United States champion, Austin Theory, had to just smack down, leaving Raw. Staying on Raw will be Seth Rollins while staying, uh, I believe she's on SmackDown, is Charlotte Flair. Uh, This, to me, is a waste of a draft. The undisputed tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And to me, this is just a waste because they literally hold the Raw and SmackDown tag team champions. They're going to be on both shows. So what the fuck is the point of drafting them? Well, hang on. Here's Here's my thought process. So... Again, we'll get into it as we go on. I don't think those titles are going to be able to freelance between brands anymore. I think they're going to make another set of fucking tag titles. Because you you look up and down the, the list of this draft and who was drafted. Zero teams were broken up in the draft. When was yeah. the last time that happened? They've always split up teams. So it's pretty weird... That now, oh, your tag champs are going to be on a different brand. But we're also going to keep all these teams together. Yeah. Seeing as they also just made a world title to cover for Roman having both titles. So, just how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Now, this gets interesting because they weren't drafted on SmackDown, but they were put on the Raw draft. The Usos will remain on SmackDown, and the Bloodline will stay intact, but they don't really look like they're intact right now. Yeah, they're intact for now. Yeah, they're riding the struggle bus right now. Uh, That faction will stay on SmackDown, while the Judgment Day will remain on Raw. The LWO will remain on SmackDown, while... (laughs) Your women's tag team champions, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, are drafted to Raw. You got something on this one? Yeah, like I said, I think we're getting two sets of women's tag titles on the main roster. We see Asuka headed to SmackDown, while the New Day come back to Raw. And it's only Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Now, there was stuff I remember, Justin, in uh, the dirt sheets, seemingly thinking that Big E was going to be part of the draft, and sadly, he was not. 
But as we continue, remaining on SmackDown will be the Brawling Brutes. Guess we won't see Drew McIntyre and Sheamus tagging anymore. You see, this is what I'm upset about, because I, I was really hoping for Sheamus to win that Intercontinental title, and now him and Gunter are on separate brands, so fuck you guys for that, okay? So, just wanted to get that out. Same, but I got a theory on that. And not Austin. I, I was going to say, but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So this one shocked me, and and I did talk about this, that I said it would be cool if uh, legends were drafted, and a WWE legend, WWE Hall of Famer, did get drafted. Trish Stratus drafted to Raw. So she I'm will sorry, still... this is a fucking waste of a pick. So she'll still be, uh, we're still going to get her. Now this next one is actually a favorite of mine, because I'm actually going to pull this up because there was a a great tweet that went along with it. Uh, Staying on SmackDown will be Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Now, I need to pull up a tweet because it was, in fact, hilarious. Oh, I know which tweet you're talking about. While while you're pulling that up, uh, so they started a feud on SmackDown with Nakamura and Karrion Cross. so of course they'd go to separate brands. Why, Why the fuck would they not? And there goes that feud. So... Uh, WWE, when Karrion Cross on Raw was drafted, uh, WWE tweeted, TikTok, hashtag SmackDown, hashtag WWE draft. The USA Network quote tweeted that and wrote, bummed, but to be fair, last time Cross was here, there was a helmet involved, so it's probably for the best, in quotations, for now, WWE Raw, WWE draft. That's a burn of a tweet, dude. By the network. Like. At least they're more self-aware than Vince. It's a hilarious tweet. I'm not going to lie. Like, I love, like, when Wendy's, like, roast people like that. And that's a roast. And let's be honest. If you remember, uh, Karrion, Cross, and Scarlet were perched on the top rope at, uh, Baltimore Celeb Fest. We brought them in for a show. So, uh, glad that they're staying on SmackDown, but man, that was a roast of a tweet. That was one hell of a roast. Our next is another tag team as we have Shayna and Rada staying together, going to Raw. LA Knight remains on SmackDown. Well, Braun Strowman and the partner that he was originally feuding with on uh, Twitter, Ricochet, r- remain on Raw. Shotzi will stay on SmackDown. Bronson Reed will stay on Raw. Pretty deadly is going to SmackDown. Yes, boy! Next tag champs, boy. That'd be great if there was tag team champions on that show. Oh, you wait soon enough. Because we're going to get another set of new titles. Yes, boy! Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. (laughs) Otis and Chad Gable will remain on Raw. Of course, that makes sense because in the Saturday morning, we don't give a shit about you, Draft. Maximum Man Models stayed on Raw, so of course, Otis and Chad Gable will too. Uh, Otis lives. (laughs) 
moving from Raw to SmackDown will be Rick Boogs. Of course, you can't put him and Shinsuke together for whatever reason, even though they were a tag team. But now we got to keep them apart. That's fine. Uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter have been drafted to Raw from NXT. And from NXT, we have Cameron Grimes going to SmackDown. Now, as we talked, MVP was able to negotiate for Omos to be on both shows. Because this man can do whatever this man wants to do. Brock Lesnar is a free agent and will appear on whatever show he feels like. Because he's Brock Lesnar. And can do whatever the hell he wants. Now, Justin, just like on SmackDown, we had some uh, we had some drafts appear um, after Raw. It's it's more a lot staying on Raw. So let's let I'm gonna go down the list. Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Johnny Gargano, Angel Garza, and Humberto staying on Raw. Akira Tozawa, Piper Vivin, Tegan Knox, Zaili, Riddick Moss, and Emma. This is someone who's definitely gotta be from NXT because I don't know their name. Ida Shear. Oh, into share. Okay, that's um, that's gender Veer. Veer is coming back to Raw, everyone. And With a new name? Partner, so... No, just Veer. Just Veer. <laughs> okay. Uh, Odyssey Jones to Raw. Tamina to SmackDown. Grayson Waller to SmackDown. Uh, announcing him after Raw kind of shocks me because he's been making waves down in NXT. I know that. And now we run into the free agents, which is the really, we really don't care about you, which you're probably looking at your best of luck in your future's endeavors a lot sooner than later. Baron Corbin, who actually just picked up his first win not too long ago uh, for 2023. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Elias and Zion Quinn are all free agents. They'll show up somewhere, when and where we don't know, but they're coming. And ladies and gentlemen, that ends this year's WWE draft. And I mean, Justin, I'm not gonna not gonna lie to you. Raw took a hell of a lot of people. Raw took a lot of people, and even on this. Uh, pick after raw two two to smackdown well the other one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen the other thirteen going to raw two to smackdown and the rest are free agents okay so i have a question about these free agents are they gonna get signed to a fucking brand at some point or are they is it more of a, hey, you know, we're probably going to need somebody to beat here and there on both these shows, so let's just keep you as free agents for now. Right? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i kind of looking at it like they're going to just like randomly show up on a brand and then that's where they're going to be. I'm expecting a few of these WWE names to definitely head to NXT and do something down there type deal. 
And then the rest, like, I think what you said, they're just going to show up. And you might as well fucking get them uh, some old school WWF Attitude Era shirts and call them Job Squad 2.0. And just stick them all together. Right. Somebody brought up the idea to me with this new world heavyweight title uh, that Dolph Ziggler may have a shot at being a world champion again. And look where he is in this draft. Free agent. Yeah, you know, you're sitting there thinking, oh, he might have a shot. And then you see that and you're like, oh. No. Now, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we talk about uh, WWE WrestleMania Backlash predictions, Justin, let's throw in a little AEW in the mix here. Tony Khan is rather excited that All In for Wembley Stadium has sold 36,000 tickets. Now we don't know how many of those are just larger companies throwing them up on Ticketmaster and things like that. StubHub, all that type of stuff. You know, things that we're used to seeing with a insane markup fee. Justin Wembley holds 90,000 people. So he's excited yeah. that he sold out one-third of the arena. Okay, but hang on before you go in your criticism. This was only on the pre-sale they sold 35000 which I believe it's actually up to 43000 now that, that, since I looked. So there's a lot of time between now and August, late August. There is a lot of time, but my, my concern is is, again, how many of those as you say now, 43,000, how many of them are up on Ticketmaster, StubHub, all those, because they were, they're just the reselling, you know, or there are other websites that bought them, which is generally the case. I don't think, I don't think AEW really cares because they get that money either way. Which is very true. Um, I mean, I'm just like, I don't want to see a 90,000, seat arena and see like half of it taped off you know what i mean or like like what do you do those for summer or, not? <laughs> or you know like we you and i know that wwe wrestlemania the numbers were heavily exaggerated because like we could look around and see empty seats right you know and and they tried playing it off like they had and, and the second night they said they had more people, which there was actually more empty seats. I mean, I'm not going to shit talk this. That wasn't my intent. It's just. I can't be excited for one third of seats being sold. You know, if it's if it was half, I'd be like, OK, this is. This has a chance of selling out as much as. You know, WWE Mattel Creations has a chance uh, of getting backed by 11,000 people so that we can get the WCW Nitro debut of Hulk Hogan. So, ladies and gentlemen, why don't you go to uh, Mattel Creations, back the WCW Nitro stage so that Justin and I can get these figures. Thank you. You have till Friday. Hurry it up. <laughs> I'm more concerned about those numbers than what Tony Khan's doing, being honest. And as you know, I did not back up. Yeah, I up. agree. I check. Yeah, I did not back the W uh, W E new generation arena. I have it. 
but I didn't back it, and I, I wish I had. Uh, I don't collect the ultimates, but this is like this is WCW, so I'm going to. Now I understand that they're going through and they're doing all the the next one is supposedly going to be what the the WWF Warzone W you know from the Attitude Era type stage next. You know what I want, yeah. Justin? So, oh, what, what what do you want? The twenty three hundred arena. Since I have the Paul Heyman Legends figure series eighteen sitting right here, how badass would it be if you had an ECW arena? So I would like that, but I don't feel like you would have to do a crowdfund for that. I feel like you could just come out with it, you know. Because ECW was... didn't really have a big set like that. No, they're they're set. If you went like off of TV, it was like two um, fences on each side with the ECW logo and stuff like that. A couple of like steel barrels, a set of steps type deal, and that was really it. You really wouldn't need to crowdfund it, but dude, imagine how sick that would be. Yeah, because I'm, like I'm with behind me on the WWF Raw letters here, I'd love to have like Sabu on the top of the Raw letter. And if he accidentally falls, well, then I can consider it a botch like what actually happened on Monday Night Raw. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> fans couldn't see that that, you know, are listening on, on the podcast, but. Uh, I made a good face for for what I just did. Um, he does have a nice face. Aside from that, Justin, you surprised me with. I would say was good news, having had to write an article on one of these shows, which was dreadful, and having to sit through it. Justin, why don't you share the news on what AEW is doing? Okay, well, first I just want to point out you're not happy about it. You're in denial. And uh, the news is, we also mentioned this last week, so AEW Dark Elevation had uh, ended its YouTube reign, or its YouTube run, I should say. So this week it was announced, and I kind of figured this was the case when no new episode got put up this week, AEW Dark is now over. And with this, it would appear that all AEW programming is exclusive to Warner Brothers Discovery with AEW Dynamite on TBS, Rampage on TNT, and I, I can't remember where this collision show will end up. I think it's TNT, but I'm not 100% sure on that. So TNT and TBS now contain all AEW programming for now. Obviously, Ring of Honor doesn't count, but that, you know that's where all the uh, that's where all the dark talent will be headed to Ring of Honor. I think they've already started that, actually. So, <laughs> yeah, because that's just as unbearable to watch. I would like to point out, Justin, since uh, doing this podcast with you, it is now up to sixty four percent back as thirty two zero eight three thousand two hundred and eight people have now backed. The WCW. Okay, so you, you. you had it up too because I was yeah. looking at it. <laughs> yes. I was looking because in the beginning I had said it's at 63% and all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait a second. It's bumped, baby. 
So those two yeah. shows are done. I'll be interested to see what happens with Paul White because I believe he was only comment doing commentary for Dark Elevation. He's going to start wrestling again. Oh. You know what? Bring back Dark Elevation. Bring it back. Bring it back. I'm oh. sorry for what I said. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, anyway, Justin, this is the part of the show where you take over. Because I believe we're going to talk about some WWE WrestleMania backlash predictions. Yeah, let's do it. So this Saturday, uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, the first WWE pay-per-view, or in this case, premium live event to take place in Puerto Rico since New Year's Revolution 2005. And I remember that show because it fucking sucked. And I will never watch it again unless I absolutely have to. But, yeah, first show in Puerto Rico, first pay-per-view in 18 years, over 18 years. So, big deal here. And I'm not going to lie to you, man, the build of this fucking show has been absolutely terrible. They have not built any of these fucking matches, I don't think. Um, to, to be honest with you, they really haven't. And you're, you're, you're not wrong when you say that some of it, I feel like they don't have to though. Like the Cody and Brock Lesnar has like written itself to an extent, but it's also, Probably had the best buildup at the same time. Besides, like, yeah, I would say it's got the best buildup because now we just don't have a Brock Lesnar. We have a Brock Taker Sting. A Brock Taker Sting. I like that one. <laughs> you know, everyone's just referring to him as Sting, but I'm like, yo, that we got Brock Taker Sting. Like, he is he is embodied. The Undertaker and Sting in one with the cow with the hat, and, and like literally, that is like Sting's jacket. I, I saw a photo of of Sting from like ninety six, ninety seven, and the jackets are literally fucking identical, dude. Like I like, what do you do at that point? Like what do you do? It was probably just sitting in the WB warehouse, and Brock just kind of picked it up, and he was like, "Yeah, this is mine now." This is I, my jacket, boy. This is mine. This is mine now. It's over. Thank you. So, I think that's had like the best buildup. Uh, I l- let's hear what we got because, like I said, I think that's the been the best buildup so far. But you tell me. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. Let's let's just start it with Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes, where we think this match is going. You know, it'd be really interesting with uh, with with Brock being a free agent. Can you imagine he wins that heavyweight championship title, and now you see him going over to SmackDown with it? Like, oh, I brought I brought up the fucking idea of that. I said it would be funny if they they made a third world title for a guy to just 
another part timer to take it <laughs> as soon as it's fucking introduced. That right. that would make so much sense. So apropos, you know. That would that would be my classic. WWE is gonna WWE. That is just classic. I I don't know else how else to say it. Um. This sucks because like I'm a fan of both. Brock has had some pretty cool figures come out recently. Cody has a lot of figures that have been coming out, and you brought up earlier his chase figure sold out. Like, good luck finding it. But that's besides the point. Justin, if Cody wins, I pretty much see him 1,000% in the running for that new championship on Raw. If Brock wins, I see him going for that championship, but I also don't like really see him sticking around. No. You know, like I feel like he's. I feel like this is a match and this is a storyline to like try and make up for splitting Roman and Cody up in the draft. Like they knew that that's what they were doing and they were like, oh shit, the fans are going to be mad about this. What do we do? And that's right. just what they've done. So this is honestly a hard one for me to pick a winner. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go with Cody, though. I think that's like a safe okay. bet. How about you? Well, listen, you said it was hard. You said it was hard for you to pick a winner. I'm not gonna pick a winner because the way I see this ending is by referee stoppage. Whew. Okay. Okay. And you know what? It could be it could be a DQ, it could be a count out, it could be Brock just killing Cody again. But I see it as a referee stoppage, and that sets it up as a another match likely to take place in Saudi Arabia. So I don't think Cody will be in the finals of that tournament. Okay. All right. I'll take it. What do we got next? Uh, So next, oh, <laughs> let's talk about this fun one. Uh, The match with no build at all. Seth Rollins or Seth freaking Rollins versus newly free agent Omas. They have had one interaction on television together and it's barely memorable. (laughs) This made absolutely no sense. No rhyme or reason for either one of these two to face each other. Other than the fact that WrestleMania backlash is generally a bunch of rematches but you got to throw some new shit in the mix and well, Brock Lesnar's busy to face Omos again. And we know Logan Paul's not coming in more ways than one giggity. That's what she said. But, uh, yeah, dude, I think they just said like, Hey, we got half of the people from 
two matches, why not just put them against each other? I, it for, it makes absolutely no sense. Seth Rollins wins just because. Well, listen, I was wondering if the, this match was even still happening because if you watched Raw on Monday, they didn't mention it one fucking time. Like, you wouldn't even know this match is happening. Omas didn't say anything. Seth didn't say anything. Nobody brought it up. I'm going Seth frickin' Rollins. Yeah. And there, there's more to that. So, you know, I'm, I'm picking Seth, and I feel like things are going to get very big for him by the end of the month, if you know what I mean. Cold. What's our next match? So next one, let's talk the another match with really no build. Uh, the triple threat match for the United States Championship: Austin Fury defending against Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. Uh, so if you heard in the draft picks, Austin Fury and Bobby Lashley are going to SmackDown uh, following the draft that taken or the picks that take into effect on Monday. And Bronson Reed will be remaining on Raw. So uh, you can count out Bronson Reed right now, unless they plan on doing a fucking title swap again. But Gunter's not on this show, so I don't see that happening. I'm going to go... I definitely don't see the United States and Intercontinental Champion both being on Raw. Right. Uh, I'm going to say Austin Fury. I feel like this is this match isn't even about him. Let's be honest. All the interactions that we've seen have been more about Bronson Reed and Lashley. Let's be honest here. Like from what I've seen on Raw, that's what I've seen. I've seen it more about those two than anything. I would it's hard to disagree on this one because I see it as either Bobby Lashley has Bronson Reed out and theory like pushes him out of the ring or whatever, gets the cheap win or vice versa. Bronson Reed does the heavy work on Lashley theory comes in, throws Reed out and pins Lashley. It's Austin theory retaining, I think. Yeah, I, I just I don't see them putting the title back on Lashley. If you really think about it, Fury and Lashley have been kind of going back and forth for about a year now for this U.S. title, so I don't see them continuing this. Yeah, this has got to be the end. New, new sh- Go into a new show, time for a new feud. Thank God they drafted both of them to the same show, right? Yeah, right. What match is next? Uh, so next. Fuck it. We already know who we're picking for this one. Uh, singles match, SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley defending against Selena Vega. <laughs> Do we have to go into it? No. And still, that's all I got to say. I mean, Z- Zelina... And this is going to sound fucked up, but this is pretty much how they explained it on TV. 
Zelina is the only Puerto Rican female on the main roster right now. So they said, hey, we'll give you a title shot since we're going to be in Puerto Rico. And that's how this was explained. But just She didn't have to win a match. She didn't have to do anything else. She just kind of got the title shot. So Mommy will Although... keep the smack women's championship. Although imagine if she did win, considering, and that would actually, nah. I would say that would stop the title swap, but because the no LWO were, <laughs> the LWO were drafted to SmackDown, but then you still have Bianca Belair coming to SmackDown. So like, yeah, never mind. This yeah, is, this is a lot. I just tried to make it complicated for no fucking reason. And all I got to say is hashtag no. and still. And I see where you were going with that, but well, actually that's the next match we're talking about. So, uh, Bianca Belair, EO Sky, Raw Women's Championship. And of course, both of them were drafted to fucking SmackDown. So title change is fucking inevitable or title swap, I should say. So no again, matter which way you go. So again, hashtag and still. Yeah, Ugh. EO, I'm sure will have that title at some point, but not now. Yeah, why didn't they way. think this over when, yeah. when you know, booking these matches, you know, because they booked the matches ahead of time. Why didn't they think like, oh, we have the draft. This doesn't make sense. Well, you see, I was thinking about that. I feel like you should start doing the draft after the pay-per-view instead of the week before where yeah. these finishes just kind of. Yeah, because like, yeah. if you thought predicting this shit was easy now, not predicted after they just did a fucking draft, it just became ten times easier. Right. Like I, I just don't get the logic of doing your go home show as the draft. Where I'm not mad. Literally, just you can tell the shit room. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. So, all right. That was an easy one. What do we got next? Yeah, so I'm going to say this match is actually the semi-main event, because I feel like uh, the other one is going to be the main event, just because it's on the posters and everything. Uh, Six-man tag match. Matt Riddle and the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they will be taking on the bloodline in the form of Solo, Sokoa, Jay, and Jimmy Uso. So literally your bat WrestleMania backlash main event from last year with a few slots replaced. I think this is where you really see a breakup in the bloodline. It's gotta be. Like we we've seen the walls crumbling. You know, now Selena or wow, well, yeah, Selena. Wow. Now Miley Cyrus is gonna come in like a wrecking ball. For the bloodline. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just... I don't see them winning, and I see the, the further separation and everything happening more and more after this, because they're teasing it way too hard that the bloodline's going to break up. And now that Solo is actually going to be teaming with his older brothers, this just solidifies that Something's going to happen. One of the Usos are going to take the pin. 
Solo's just gonna like shake his head and come the following Friday on SmackDown, it's not gonna be good for them. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I think we're going to have the face team, Matt Riddle, Owens, and Zayn winning. Uh, I would imagine one of the Usos are going to take the pinfall. And I don't think they do the full breakup here. I think we get the split on Friday when Roman is there, because I believe they announced him for Friday on SmackDown the following Friday. Um, And then we can have the bloodline split, and we can get bloodline black and red and bloodline black and white. So... Yeah. I'm uh I'm all for it. So let's uh see what happens. Let's hope that uh really really hoping uh SmackDown is really hoping SmackDown kills it for the the take home show cuz uh if not, man, this is uh it's just another one of those matches where the, the buildup is kind of eh to a pay-per-view. But Justin in my eyes, this also comes with the fact that I still think there's too many of these I'm I'm sorry, they're not pay-per-views, premium live events. That's gonna be so hard to get over. I've been saying pay-per-view for over 30 years. I still say pay-per-view. I don't give a fuck what they try to tell me. I can't get behind the PLE. I can't. You down with PLE? Yeah, you know me. You down with PLE? Like, no, fuck that. It's pay-per-view. <laughs> don't know what to tell well, you. Let's get into Let's get into the main event of this show, which I believe is going to be the last match, the main event. Uh, and it's a San Juan street fight between Damian Priest and you know him, you love him, he's Bad Bunny. Having his first match, well, I guess since the Royal Rumble last year, but his first actual match, I would say, since WrestleMania 37 when him and Damian Priest took on the Miz and John Morrison. By the way, everyone, if you didn't know, Bad Bunny beat the Miz at WrestleMania. For all you crybaby piss pants out there. Bad Bunny can wrestle. We know it. We've seen it. I'm not a fan of rap, but that crowd is going to go insane. Insane when Bad Bunny's music hits because you know Damien Priest is going to come out first. He's gonna, I think he's gonna have a mixed reaction, but you're gonna see the crowd go absolutely bonkers when Bad Bunny's music hits. You know it's going to be one of his own songs, whether he's singing it or it's recorded or he lip syncs, whatever. Whatever the case may be, the crowd's going to go bonkers when he comes out. So the crowd's just going to – it's going to be absolutely insane. They're going to – 
I don't even think I'm ready for how loud the crowd's going to be for when Bad Bunny comes out. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a massive reaction. Like, WWE actually had to put out a press release because uh, fans in Puerto Rico were so nervous, like actual wrestling fans were nervous that the t- the tickets for the show were going to get all bought out by people that just wanted to hear Bad Bunny perform. And they actually had to like put out a press release that, hey, he's he's not performing music at this show. But I also wouldn't put it past if like he sang to his own theme coming down to the ring type deal like R-Truth does. You know what I mean? Here's my question. Are, so his theme that he usually uses when he's on TV is, is Booker T. Are we going to have the Royal Rumble uh, 2021 where Booker T is just standing there with his arms crossed and Bad Bunny's dancing around him? Maybe. <laughs> One of my favorite Maybe. Royal Rumble moments, and it wasn't even in the fucking match. And he just stood there like nothing it was i thought it was i thought it was funny and uh yeah i anything that bad bunny does the crowd's gonna go nuts when he's getting beaten up they're gonna boo like crazy and i think this is just another obvious match it's bad bunny i think you see the judgment day get involved and I think that's when you see the LWO come out. And that's it. Yeah, you're definitely going to get some involvement from the LWO in the Judgment Day. Because honestly, I'm fucking surprised the LWO doesn't, oh, doesn't have any matches on this show. Not even like Ray, but... Same. And this would be the last interaction between Judgment Day and LWO. Because Judgment Day is going to Raw while LWO is staying on SmackDown. Uh, correction, last interaction until WB says, what brand split? Yeah. Which, which we see happen quite a bit. Especially, usually always towards the end, before you get like a new draft that's going to happen. That's right. when you just see it's like a free-for-all of everyone everyone where they want to be, doing what they want to do, whatever, you know? Right. Nobody gives a fuck. Go, go do whatever you want. Go play in traffic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. So those are the um the picks. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to uh Apple Podcasts, perch on the top rope, and you go listen to episode 136, which is the Chubby Dudley interview, you have a chance to win an autograph from Chubby Dudley if you can answer who was the reason why he left ECW? Answer that, and you win a free autograph. All you got to do is just uh, comment on Facebook at facebook.com slash perch on the top rope on the post. So uh, try and go win that free autograph. And while I'm at it, go like and subscribe to us on YouTube at Perched on the Top Rope. That's right. It's at Perched on the Top Rope in the search bar on YouTube because uh, they're trying to become more like social media. You can also check out Justin, the Perch correspondent on YouTube at In Justin We Trust. As, as I've said, he's attended well over 111 shows. And he did bring up that he has some shows coming up as it's been a few weeks. So, Justin, what number of shows and where are we going? Okay. 
So number 112 of my world tour, as I mentioned previously, is going to be NXT Battleground in Lowell, Massachusetts. Actually been to the venue before. It was where Ring of Honor did their Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view last year. Main event was FTR and the Briscoes in that two out of three falls match. So honestly, I never thought I'd step into that building again, but WB decided, hey, let's fucking run there. So I'll be there. And the next night, Raw is in Albany, New York, my hometown. About a 15-minute drive from me. Very different change of pace after, uh, you know, each of these loops I do. And the following week, Raw will be in Hartford, Connecticut at the XL Center, and your boy will be there as well. XL Center, honestly, very underrated venue. Uh, parking's easy. Uh, everything's just right there. So, and, and Connecticut, that area especially, is very nice, I think, so... Definitely, uh, definitely gonna be a fun end of end of the month in May, even though that Raw in Connecticut is first week of June. But anyway, we'll count it as May. Fuck it. Close enough, right? Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure you uh, check out everywhere and everywhere he'll be at in Justin. We trust on YouTube as that's where Justin likes to vlog his wrestling show experiences. Now you can check us out. Anywhere and everywhere podcasts are found from Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it, we're there. It's perched on the top rope. And uh, Justin, I'm just going to list down all the countries of the Chartables top 250 because uh, I'm always very excited about that. And it always makes my heart warm that people from other countries are listening to this show, but not just, not just listening to this show, uh, they're listening to every show. So for those of the United States, Canada, Ireland, United Kingdom, India, Germany, the Netherlands, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Belgium, Brazil, Kuwait, and Norway. Oh, we also have the Ukraine in there. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. If it wasn't for you guys keeping us on Chartables, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be doing this as much as we love it. Of course, you can always remember this podcast airs Wednesdays and Fridays. And if you don't want to go there, you can go to Facebook.com at Perched on the Top Rope. You can follow us on Twitter at Perched Top Rope. You can like us on Instagram at Perched on the Top Rope Podcast. You can also find us on TikTok. It's perched on the top rope where we have Selena scenes where we use Selena. Wow. We use Celine Dion. My heart will go on because that makes everything better. And when it comes to professional wrestling, the greatest scenes include Zack Ryder winning the intercontinental championship at WrestleMania 32, because you're not going to convince me otherwise that it's not a great moment. And it belongs there with the Selena scene of my heart will go on there's also on this day posts of random on this day where we post things in wrestling history there's also some satire in there but if none of that tickles your fancy you can watch the taskmaster kevin sullivan that's right former wcw producer and wrestler the taskmaster kevin sullivan who a lot of you blamed for killing chris benoit nancy and his son which it didn't happen uh Humping a dog. That's right. He was getting humped by a dog. It's on our TikTok. 
where it's on the top rope. And if you don't like dark humor, I'm not sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, always remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. We're out. I have a uh, I have a new gimmick idea. By the way, this is Vince McMahon. I'm sorry if I didn't introduce myself at first. Um, so I know we recently changed his name from Madcap to uh, what, what's his name? Randy Moss Riddick. His name's Riddick, right? Yeah. Okay, Riddick. Um, Riddick Moss. So Madcap didn't work. I'll admit that. But to promote the upcoming 2K game, I suggest we go with. Mocap Moss. Now listen to me. I don't know what mocap is myself. I think it's I think it's the thing where you dress up in the suit and you know you do the moves and everything. But uh yeah, Mocap Moss. Let's book it. Monday Night Raw, big push for that. Next world champ. And if you don't like that, you're fuck up. <laughs>